Welcome to the Speakernomics Podcast, the official podcast of the National Speakers Association. I'm your host, Robert Kennedy III, RK3, that's me. Speakernomics is the show where we flow and go and help you to know how to grow a thriving speaking business. Why? So you can change the world, of course. Now join me for the journey, will you? Today, we're talking about crystallizing. You know, when you leave the honey out for too long and it begins to form those little glass nuggets, then you have to cook the bottle in a pot of hot water again to get it. No, not that crystal. Crystal, crystal as in clarity. Today we're gonna to get clear about how you can grow your speaking business. And we're gonna do that with someone who helps thought leaders to clarify, amplify, and monetize their brands and business. Let's welcome Teresa Rose to the show. Teresa, how are you? Hello, Robert. It's so great to see you. <laughs> yes, I'm so glad that you're here. I'm excited about what's gonna be coming next in the show today. So let's get out out of the thorns and get to the rose. What smell good piece of advice did you bring with you today? Well, the little nugget of awesome that I brought for you and the listeners of Speakernomics is that when you want to grow your business, you are encouraged to be able to draw a picture of that brilliance that you share with the world, preferably on a cocktail napkin. Wow. Wow, that's intriguing, yeah. and I can't wait to hear more about it. But before we take a pick with Teresa, let's hop on over to the Speakernomics voicemail box. Marquesa Petway here, CSP out of New York City. And for the next 90 days, I am committing to my favorite marketing strategy, which, of course, is live streaming all over social media, seven places at one time, using my beloved Zoom webinar platform with a little help from Restream. And on occasion, I'll sprinkle in some eCam. Yes, <laughs> this is my opportunity to share, especially since the first quarter, I needed to take a little bit of a break away from social. Uh, but I'm back. And I get to share why you should use a particular smart tech tool in your business. So this is Marquesa. Can't wait. Thank you. This is Aurora Gregory from Los Angeles. I'm a speaker coach and a business strategist. And in the next 90 days, I'm planning to focus on visibility, being as visible as possible and building as many relationships as I can. Visibility is all about making sure that the people that you want to serve know who you are and can connect with you in ways that are meaningful, purposeful, and um, are relationship building. I really want to make sure that people know that I'm here to help them grow their speaking business and achieve the goals that they have. Ah, yes. I love those responses. Speaker friends, if you want to share your thoughts, as soon as you hear the question at the end of today's episode, I want you to head over to speakernomics.com forward slash voicemail. That's speakernomics.com forward slash voicemail. Answer the question and we'll get it on an upcoming show. Or you may just want to say, hey, Robert, I love you, dude. Just, you know, <laughs> whatever. Just leave it in the in the voicemail box. All right. So let's get into it. Our guest today, Teresa Rose, is a multiple award winning author. I love the titles of her books. Bits of Bigness, Start Now, Grow Big, 
365 Days of Mindful Living. And she's got one that's got mojo in the title. I love all of these things. She's a former product development exec for Fortune 100 companies. She's a keynote speaker and MC. And hey, I love this one. She is a picture maker. Let's talk about that. Teresa, you talked about this whole idea of a picture and cocktail napkins. Tell us about this picture thing that you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Robert. So I have found over the course of my career, I've been in professional speaking since 2010. I've led a global network of thought leaders. I, of course, have many, many friends in NSA as I have been in NSA for uh, you know years. I served as president of the Minnesota chapter of the National Speakers Association. And what I found is that most of the challenges that people faced in the thought leadership realm didn't come from lack of talent, didn't come from lack of effort, it didn't come from lack of desire, it came from lack of clarity. Mm -hmm. And through the course of working with them and frankly growing my own practice, I realized that, you know, the adage, a picture is worth a thousand words. Alan Weiss says in his book, a metaphor is worth a thousand pictures. I like to take even further to say the right picture is priceless. So when you can draw the perfect picture of your brilliance on a cocktail napkin, because there's always a cocktail napkin available. There's always a pen available, no matter where you are. And I'm sure many, many listeners have done lots of business at airport bars and on a flight and at a golf course or a spa or at a neighborhood barbecue. You always can find something to write on. And as small as a cocktail napkin, we don't need PowerPoint presentations. We don't need to do a bunch of heavy lifting and research and figuring out what we need to do before we have a sales discussion. We can have a sales discussion anywhere, anytime with anyone with cocktail napkin clarity. So how do we get there? Is that just something natural that we get to because we have expertise or not? And let me back up for a second here, because I know there are quite a few people who are experts in their space, but how they deliver information may not give a clear picture. So is there a formula that you have or something that you can take us through that allows us to see how we can really create pictures even more clearly? Yes, great question. So it isn't correlated with the more expertise you have, the easier it is to draw the picture. In fact, the more brilliance you share with the world frankly, the harder it is to draw the picture because you have so many things that you can do. Uh, And so you just keep adding the level of competency over and over and over again. And really, it's not about creating more words. It's about creating less. It's about getting really, really clear, so clear that a two-year-old could understand what you do. So what's the process that speakers can go through to do that? Well, first of all, I want to just offer up that it's an incredibly challenging thing to do by yourself uh, because you can't see your own brilliance the way someone else can, right? You just can't. We're always the first ones that can shine our lights on other people. But when it comes to shining our own, even if we're amazing, it's still challenging. And we can't really see the forest for the trees when it's ourselves. And that being said, there is a process that you can go through. And what I like to look at is really looking at our content. Our content is the receptacle of our brilliance, right? So our brilliance comes from on stages, on pages and screens, right? We are the blogs we write, the books we write, the places that we show up on stage, big stages, small stages, even just interacting on Zoom, all of the places that we show up and shine our lights brightly. So my process, the crystallization process that I walk through with my 
co-creators. I call them co-creators because it is a collaborative experience. It's not something that I just deliver to people. It really is from them as well, is I really invite them to put all of the content where they have shined, right? All of the content that they're really proud of, that they want to do more of, and put it in a box of brilliance, mm-hmm. put it in a digital box of brilliance, open up a drive on a cloud-based drive and just drop your things in there. And then here's the key. There's several steps to go through to really make it strategically relevant and to ensure that it's memorable and actionable, etc. But the first part about really tapping into the picture of your brilliance is to really be aware of your own brilliance. And so putting that content into a digital box, I encourage all of the listeners to go backwards. We're always looking forwards at kind of what do we do next? What do we do next? What do we do next? The reality reality is, is that the picture of your brilliance lies in what you've already done. And so really reread your books, reread the articles you've written, rewatch, which is horrible to do, rewatch your own presentations and find where you can distill down to its essence, to its essence. What are you really, really talking about? And then you can get creative to design a picture of that that can be put on a cocktail napkin. How do you respond to somebody who says, well, yeah, that works for you. Fine, Robert, you've been speaking, you've been in the speaking business or in the expert industry for, you know, over a decade. Teresa, you've been in it for three years or so, right? Um, (laughs) Or somebody who is looking at everybody and maybe they've just come out of college and they're saying, wait a minute, I don't have a lot of that experience or that content backing behind me. How do I create my picture at an early stage? Great question. The correlation between someone's brilliance and the amount of content and expertise they have are not the same. Mm. So what I like to share with my co-creators is it doesn't matter how much you put in your box of brilliance. You could put in five pieces, you could put in 50 pieces. You're not going to be any more brilliant by putting in 50 pieces than putting in five. Let me give you an example. One of my last crystallizers uh, is a business owner. She's a very successful business owner who wants wants to migrate to thought leadership. She wants to, in fact, write children's books, series of children's books, and and speak in order to support those children's books. And she said, I don't have any content. I said, I didn't ask you about your content. I, I Let's talk about your brilliance. Right. What is in your heart? What makes you you? What makes you shine uniquely in the world? And so through the course of our experience together, she actually dropped pictures from her iPhone, pictures into her box of brilliance of things that were special to her, things that were important to her. And she gave me two handwritten sheets of paper of notes that she had of what she wanted to do. All right. And that in conjunction with a very purposeful pre-crystallization interview that I did with her to really listen to what was important to her, I was able to crystallize her brilliance into a model that she's now using to create her entire framework, right? Everything stems from that clarified brilliance. All the places, the certainly the books that she's writing and also the speeches that she's doing, the courses that she's doing, all of the interviews that she's doing all come from that. So it's there is no correlation between the amount of volume you have of content and the brilliance that you have in the world. Your heart shines yeah. regardless of if you've written a book or not. Right. So let's dig into you just for a second, because you've used the word crystal, crystallizing picture. Yeah. What 
caused that focus for you or what caused that line of wordsmithing? Great. What, what caused you to say, yeah, these are the words that I want to use to describe my brilliance and, and what I want to do? Hi, I'm Joseph with Leadership Books. If you are planning on attending Influence 2023 in Orlando this year, I would like to invite you to our official pre-conference author summit hosted on site Friday, July 14th. If you are an aspiring or existing author that would like to take your platform to the next level, this is a must attend event. You will walk away fully equipped to sell more books and gain more clients. Be sure to get your tickets today at GetPublishedSummit.com. What caused you to say, yeah, these are the words that I want to use to describe my brilliance and, and what I want to do? Great question. Well, first of all, just to give some long-term history, I am a word nerd from earliest childhood. Yeah. So I loved to put pictures together. I was always doing word searches. I really, really love words, and I really love the visual representation of words. So it's naturally in my... DNA. Mm -hmm. And then I went to an NSA annual conference and I saw Neen James speak mm, and she yes. changed my life forever because what I knew intuitively to be true, which is when you can draw a picture of your brilliance, you can understand it. Uh, I saw Stephen Covey and I would see the, you know, Maslow's hierarchy of needs and I'd see that incredible information could be put in to a picture format. It was like landing in Oz when I saw her speak. Right. You know, I went from a black and white world to a technicolor world. And so then the next time that I was going to write my next book, Mindful Performance, How to Powerfully Impact Profitability, Productivity, and Purpose, I knew I wanted to create a model of my brilliance. I didn't just mm -hmm. want to talk about all the things that I knew and tell great stories. I wanted a picture because I knew that that was going to be a key. Literally, it's like a key that unlocks people's understanding of what it is that we do do. And then ever since then, I realized I could do it for other people, not just speakers, but businesses, associations, artists, healers, anyone that has brilliance that they want to share in the world. It has clues and I have an ability to be able to crystallize it and see it for them where they can't see it for themselves. Love it. Love it. As I was talking with you and coming up with this intro be before the show, when you talk about crystallizing, my mind immediately went to crystal balls and like fortune tellers. <laughs> right? so, well, so. it would be a fortune teller that can lay out exactly what you need with the perfect words, pictures and plan of what you need to do to create your business. So uh, it is sort of like seeing into the future yeah. by seeing into the past of how it is that you've already shown up. Wow. I love, I love it. This is fascinating. So as you take someone through this process in building out their own speaking business and really creating that clarity, how do you help them apply this same thing to their audiences? What is it that you share with them that allows them to create an even deeper connection yeah. with people who they're speaking to and serving? Well, here's the thing that I believe in is that when you have crystal clarity about who you are and how you serve and you can draw it on a cocktail napkin, what you can then do is take that same picture and share it with your audiences mm -hmm. and your audiences see that picture and your audiences then understand what journey you're going to take with them. So, for example, my picture of my brilliance that I don't even have to draw, you can just imagine it in your mind is that everyone has a, has brilliance inside of them in their hearts that is unique to them, their reason for being 
being, okay? And when you can clarify that, then you radiate it outwards to the world when you amplify it, right? right? So it starts in the heart as clarify, then it amplifies out to the world, then it extends even further so you can monetize. Clarify, amplify, monetize, a growing impact that you make in the world. So when you take that crystal clarity, what you can do is I'm already telling my audiences what journey I'm going to take them on. We're going to clarify, amplify, monetize. And so when they see that picture, that picture goes into their brains in a deeper way so that they can actually understand where you're going. And it's not just words. Right. So when you have that model of your brilliance, then you can take them. It's like a map. Right. It's a map that you're taking your audiences on. And it's really, really powerful. Yeah. One of the things that happens with shows like this or any sort of information delivery medium is people listen and they get information. And then in the moment when they're supposed to execute, they draw a blank or they don't remember what they're supposed to do. So I want to take us to the napkin. (laughs) Yes. Let's go to the napkin. If I'm in front of somebody and they're asking me about my brilliance or they're asking me what value I can bring or how that I can help them solve a problem. Yep. What does that napkin look like? If I'm not an artist and can't draw a picture, what do I put on the napkin? How long does it need to be? What do you recommend for someone who's putting that picture together on a napkin? I really recommend for them to do the heavy lifting of doing the crystallization of their content to really look at what is the essence and preferably put it in. There's two best practices of cocktail napkin clarity. Mm -hmm. And number one is no acronyms. Yeah. Okay. Acronyms are only, in my humble opinion, used for the speaker's benefit. It's clever. It's cute. I have acronyms in one of my books and I think it's adorable and it really doesn't have any impact to my audience because my audience doesn't understand what that means. Right. So creating an actual picture, an actual picture of the brilliance is, I think, important to correlate because a picture has context in it that an acronym doesn't have. Number one. And number two, make it really, really simple, like a label as opposed to a statement right? The less words you have, the better. For example, just let me give you an example of one of my crystallized clients. So she had this desire to do, uh, create a global movement on how the world couldn't be improved by sitting in a chair of joy. Okay. She believed in the power of sitting in a chair of joy Mm -hmm. and she spent many, many hours and many, many dollars working at trying to convince people how important it was to bring joy into the world. And she used research and she had all of these studies and she had all of these testimonials, but what she didn't have was a cocktail napkin clarity on what the process actually was. And as a result of looking at everything that she did, and I also found out that she really wanted this to be for children as well. And so as I did that crystallization on her, I realized there's really four words that encapsulate her entire methodology, everything she had been doing for years and years and years. And as you sit in a chair, the chair has four legs and that four legs of her chair of joy is sit, breathe, think, and feel. Mm -hmm. You sit in the chair, you get present in your body, you breathe, you get into the, you know, into the moment, you think about a moment of joy that it brought you, whether it was just two minutes ago or 20 years ago, and you feel the energy of where it comes from. Sit, breathe, think, feel, just like four legs on a chair. 
I can explain her brilliance and now she can explain her brilliance and frankly monetize extensively off of that brilliance by those simple four words. So I encourage listeners to create a picture on that cocktail napkin. Some, and you don't have to be a great draw. I'm terrible, right? I, right. I draw chicken scratch. It doesn't matter. It's just about, can you draw it with context? And then can you use the right labels to really represent what it is that you do? Like for me, my model, clarify, amplify, monetize, right? Mm -hmm. It feels good. It sounds good. You can see it in your mind's eye going from your heart radiating outward to the world. Very, very simple stuff. So don't complicate things. Make it simple because simple is best. Simple converts. Simple converts. I love it. I love it. I wish we could talk about this so so much longer, but <laughs> these these speakeronomics episodes are meant to be snackable and just really quickly ingestible by people. So before we end here, two questions for you. Number one, where can people get in touch with you? Where can they learn a little bit more about the brilliance of Teresa Rose? Well, you can go to TeresaRose.com, and in order to remember how to spell it, you can just imagine you're typing in There'sArose.com. Wow. So I have the coolest URL on the planet, I think. I There'sArose.com. Oh, I love that. So our second question and our last question, of course, is what's the question that you have for our audience? We want to make sure that they have something to respond to in the mailbox based on what we've talked about here today. So what's the question that you have for our audience? Absolutely, Robert. I encourage the audience to ask themselves, what is on your cocktail napkin? If you were in a situation with someone, the perfect buyer with the perfect organization, and all you had was a cocktail napkin next to you and they wanted some information, what would be on that napkin? Fantastic. What does your cocktail napkin look like? What's on your cocktail napkin? We want to hear from you. Send us your thoughts and your responses by going to speakernomics.com forward slash voicemail. That's speakernomics.com forward slash voicemail. This has been fan doggone tastic. What picture are you drawing? Or maybe your digital type. What picture are you snapping? Is it clear or is it out of focus? Is it if it's blurry, what do you need to do about that? Find a coach, find a resource, find a mentor, find a way to get clear so that you can be the eyeglasses for someone else's challenge. It's your time, my friend. The world needs you because somebody out there is waiting for your message and the problem that you solve with your voice. This has been another fantastic episode of Speakernomics, the podcast where you learn more about how to speak, get paid, repeat. See you next time. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.